Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the pod. Howell and Jamie here. Season 2, Episode 7 of the Box Set Pod. I'll tell you what we can ask you to do. If you're listening on Acast, uh, click, click an advert. If it pops up, click an advert. You don't have to buy anything, but clicking it helps. Uh, oh, it's all about the clicks in this world we live in. It's all about the traffic. You, yeah, you give us that click, we get top dollar. Yeah. <laughs> we won't. Oh, we get nothing actually, but it'd be nice. Yeah, it would. What it means is we can get bigger guests because yeah. when you ask someone to come on the show, the first question inevitably is how many listeners you've got. So as usual, we ask you to do that or rate us on iTunes. Or the best thing you can do is pop us on your Facebook. If you like listening to us, then why wouldn't you tell people that you? like listening to us are we embarrassing to you please do that so um please pass us on so season two episode seven and it's going to be a shortish one uh, no guest this week no guest well, we do have uh, about five on Yes, we've got five. Like I say, no guest. Oh. Uh, <laughs> five Dangerfield uh, will be joining us shortly. We've not had him on for a while. And you know what? We were listening to Fife in the car, his actual music, and he really is amazing. He's, He's actually a very talented musician, and, and the Gillamots are brilliant. We might have to tell him this. So download the um, Gillamots albums if you haven't got them. They're really very good, especially the first one is just, oh, superb. Um, Tell you what a great day If you're in the car all day, yeah. listen to the podcasts, yeah. followed by some Gillamots music in the interval to great. ease you over. Great idea. Box set pod and the Gillamots. Great idea. So, Jamie, um, what's the... Oh, by the way, <clears throat> last week we were talking about Game of Thrones, and I think we were a bit harsh. We were well, I have to say, uh, I, I was a slightly rude about Game of Thrones. At least I said this season hasn't been as good, but the last Don't episode take it back I now. watched was brilliant. Well, me too. And you know what? Uh, I want to apologise to Game of Thrones. I want to apologise. Because the season before this, season four... Was brilliant. Um, well, it was brilliant, but the thing that annoyed me about it was that so many people died, so many key characters moved on. Um, I felt that it was so uh, soap opera. And there were a couple of moments in the last episode that I watched, where the scene ends with someone literally saying, he always comes back. And then you think, well, he's not coming back. It turns out he might be. But anyway, point is, the cliffhangers were very obvious in the season before. And not only were they cliffhangers like that, but they actually paid them off so people, the key characters... You're actually having a go at Game of Thrones again. No, 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 I'm sorry. apology. I'm sorry. Um... I would like to make a statement now that this season of Game of Thrones, and I mean this, we've no reason to say otherwise, is my favourite. Because of what we said last week, I began to think about it. I thought, oh, now I've said, you know, if you have an argument with someone, you say the worst thing you can to harm them, and then you actually investigate what it is that you said, and you begin to question it, and maybe you were wrong. I was wrong last week. I think Jamie was as well. Right. What I did I say disagree. last week was I thought scene by scene it was a brilliant series, that the writing is brilliant. And I thought that even more this week. I thought, you know what? You can't keep moving it on as quickly as you did. It is... I enjoy watching it so much. I want it to go on longer. 
And I, I, I love the characters so much and I love the story so much that I'm fascinated. And the scenes in these are really investigating what power is, um, how power manifests itself in different people, what honour is, things like that. I just think it's brilliant. I, I really do think it's brilliant. Yeah, I think Game of Thrones is absolutely No, brilliant. you hate it, you said. So what's right, in the news this then. week? Let's look at the boxsetpod.com slash news. Uh-huh. That's where all the latest goodies are. Dumbledore uh-huh. news. He's getting the bulldog spirit going. Yes, uh, Michael Gambon, Sir Michael, who yeah. played Dumbledore. He's yeah. now getting another iconic role. He's going to play Winston Churchill in an ITV really? drama called The Churchill Secret. It will focus on Churchill's days of, pre- of Prime Minister in 1953, the summer when he had a big stroke and things went a bit AWOL. Well, I thought that he would, um, Gambon was quitting acting because he's losing his memory. I'm not sure whether it's... it's I think he's quitting theatre acting because his memory isn't as good. Right. Screen acting's easier because, of course, you know, you can, you can stop. You can just staple your lines to the back of an extra, <laughs> which is what Marlon Brando used to do. <laughs> Did he? No. Uh, Paloma Faith news now, <laughs> heading to Neverland. Yeah, Paloma Faith, the singer with the eccentric personality, is apparently going to be part of the new Peter Pan ITV show. It's going to be called Peter and Wendy. It's a new yeah, kind of twist. Yeah, well, she's got Tinkerbell written all over her. Yes. I mean, her role's not been confirmed yet, but I'm guessing it's Tinkerbell. And it's going to it's going to be a new twist on the on the Peter Pan story. It's going to look at it. It's going to start off with a girl in this day and age whose imagination takes them takes them back into a Peter Pan world to survive or to deal with an operation that she's got. That's like quite a big serious operation. Stanley Tucci, who you might remember from Fortitude and many other films, is playing Captain Hook. He's a brilliant actor. Right. That looks excellent. Uh, yeah. So ITV have got a couple of big dramas Churchill one Peter Pan mm. on the way here's some morning on the beaches. I'd like to know because Luke mentioned uh, last week uh, Wayward Pines was very good the M. Wayward Night Pines. M. Night Shyamalan I will do the rest of the podcast as Winston Churchill if you want to how you can do that I will Wayward Pines I started watching it on the recommendation of Luke Marsden yeah I know it's weird but it actually is very good it's really really good it's only three episodes or two three episodes in now what do you mean but it's really good you mean Luke is a silly little man he might actually be right on this occasion wow yeah it's a, it's a really good it's a twisty kind of turny kind of thing but it's it's Twisting worth turning. a go and M. Night Shyamalan is having actual success again he made a number of turkeys I'm talking about the happening, I'm talking about the the last Airbender. Uh, the last Airbender. Yeah, uh, he had some really bad films. He had a bad run in the film industry. He's moved to TV and he's been getting critical and fan uh, applauds. People are liking his work critical again. and fan applauds. It is. It's a new sentence. Try it out on the kids. Mm. Uh, and the good thing is, he decided, well, I'm going to stick with TV a little bit, and he's working on bringing the, the one of his better films, Unbreakable, mm. to a TV show format, which is great. If you, have you seen the Unbreakable? It's got uh, Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Bruce yes. Willis. It is very good. It's one of my so. favourite of his films. Ah. It was the next one he did after Thick Thence, and it's if you ask me, better than that. So what happens in it? It's when the guy, Bruce Willis, in, is in a train accident. There's a big train crash. Yeah. Everybody pretty much dies, except for Bruce, who's actually uninjured, which yeah, is weird. Yeah, I think I have. It's a very good film. Anyway, they're thinking of making that into a bit of TV action. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine trying to work with Bruce Willis? God. I've heard he's a right I'm, ball ache. Those interviews with him, he's not playing along. Oh, just, he's a piece of work. God, just don't sign up to the Just don't do it, all right? Bald face. Uh, next up, I'll ask the one we'll talk about this. Summertime is here. In June, uh, we, we are now in June, 
Some of the best TV shows are returning and some new ones are coming. It's time to get back on your sofa, close the curtains <laughs> and watch hell Shut of a lot of TV. summer lights. Let me tell you what's returning, OK? Yeah. First of all, Orange is the New Black is back this oh, month. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Next up, True Detective, <clears throat> end of June, returns. <clears throat> new cast, looks great. Trailers on the boxsetpod.com slash news. Check out that pod, uh, the trailer for that. Also, Hannibal's back, which a lot of people love Hannibal. That's back this month as well. That's already returned. And there's some new shows that look really interesting. First of all, the one called Ballers. It stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson as a former American football player who becomes a final manage, financial manager to other players. Mark Wahlberg's producing. It's been sort of touted as the new entourage, this. Okay. Sort of funny, kind of show-busy lifestyle kind of look at things. Yeah. Uh, next up, The Brink. The Brink begins end of this month. Jack Black, Tim Robbins doing a kind of comedy version of Homeland where he's trying to stop World War Three. The trailer for that is on the website as well. Check that out. That looks really good. And one more thing I want to mention, Sense eight it's called this is all gonna be on netflix in a few weeks time it's about the wachowskis who did the matrix films <laughs> did the did the the atlas film the cloud atlas which i actually yeah. really like but got panned by critics yeah well they've got a new show coming out it's about a group of people who are all connected their minds are connected together and uh, they are suddenly hunted down by people who see them as a threat. The trailer for it on the website looks very enticing indeed. There's a lot of really good TV coming on this summertime, and I will be watching it and feasting on it mightily. Also, mm-hmm. we should mention Entourage. There's a good chance next week I will be doing an Entourage special without Howell. This is correct. I am going on a mission for the box set pod, obviously, to America, where I will be looking for TV series. Um, I'm not at all just on holiday and wandering around. Uh, Boulder Dash. Uh, but who knows? Maybe I'll bump into Ben Stiller again, like on last week's pod. Um, we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Jamie will be on his own. Now, this means a couple of things. One, Jamie has to edit, so he won't be editing it. The, the podcast will not be edited. Hey, next week's going to be a shoddy piece of work. And he's got to work out how to upload the podcast to, to our website, the Box Set Pod, and to Acast, and then it'll be fed to iTunes. <coughs> could, be, could be a stinker next week. It's it's anybody's business, but we can't miss this opportunity, yeah. so well done for doing it. Entourage. I'm a massive Entourage fan. I, I love the show. Well, I'm hopefully gonna, it'll be an interview with the creator. Hopefully with the director, and hopefully maybe also possibly with one of the stars, uh, the actress, uh, I believe, um, um, what's she called? Iman... Emmeline Cirque. So don't get too excited. Just, She's gorgeous. Just ask your questions, let them speak, and enjoy yourself. I know I'm not there to, you know, look after you, but just enjoy yourself, right? Don't get nervous. Oh, I don't need tips just, off a second-rate man like you. Just want to make sure, because okay? you know that the podcast after that will be me criticising your podcast. You know that. You think I listen already. to your criticism? Um, I want to talk about me now. Um, I have finally finished watching The Wire. Oh, what credentials do I have to do this podcast? Well, I did watch The Wire when Emmanuel it first Emmanuel Cirque. On. Sorry, carry on. I did watch The Wire when it first was on, but then I met my wife, and I met her just as I'd started season five, and I had to start from the beginning. Um, we never finished it. Finally, we got round to watching it. Finished The Wire. Can I just say, um, maybe it was part of the time. Back then, what you really needed was a big social Bible. It's like a social Bible of Baltimore, isn't it? Yeah. It's a sociology lesson, the whole thing. Um, there's more sociology in it than there is TV in some ways, I think, because, and by that I mean we're so used to now popcorn stuff that then 
uh, it was gradually dawning on me as I was watching it. Oh, there isn't going to be a big happy ending. There isn't going to be the FBI sweeping a building. It's not going to be uh, some big resolution because this is an actual picture of a city. And I've never seen uh, a, a better painted picture. It's almost like an alfresco. It's almost like a Roman... Um, it's almost like the Sistine Chapel of Baltimore. What an amazing series. However... Who the hell is alfresco? <laughs> It's, the, it's what paintings are called. Alfresco. An alfresco is a painting. Uh, I don't know. Like a fresh... It sounds like one of your poncy <laughs> statements that have no... Who's alfresco? ...have no place in this show. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more about Alan Fresco. On the wire. <laughs> Who the hell is Alfresco? How dare you talk about some guy called Alfresco? <laughs> oh, so, so um, can I say this? I was so glad it ended... I thought the last series was too short. It's like it's only ten episodes. The last series, well, the last series was really good, but it was too short though. It, like you're just getting into these characters and what's going to happen, and then it ends, and it's a lot shorter than the other series. So I'm not sure why that happened. I'm sure someone will send me a link as to why. Studio at the Um But also, I was so glad it was over because it it was making me very depressed. Yeah, but I guess it's one thing about one thing about you, Howell, struggling is, is you're somebody who doesn't of, often like show or doesn't get into show unless they have happy. You like happy. Endings. I do like a happy ending, but I also you know I like Game of Thrones. There's not many happy endings in that, but it's exciting and it's dramatic. Um, this, like I said, isn't that. It's more of a documentary that's acted and that's. And it's phenomenal, and what an amazing piece of work. I recognise all the stuff in there, all the themes, and it's it's brilliant, but you can't escape the fact that you watch an hour, and the main effect of The Wire is to go, oh, Baltimore's screwed, you know? And that's quite sad. I feel sorry for the people who are stuck in that situation. Um, at the end of it, do you know what we went to? Do you know what I've started? What? The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, that's brilliant. 24 minutes of pure joy. Best theme tune going these yeah. days. One of my favourite theme tunes. Brilliant theme tune. The acting is superb. The guy who plays a housemate, the gay guy who plays a housemate. He's excellent. And um, plays, and I say gay because it's so key to his character, the, the, count, the levels of camp that he plays, but also the talent that he's got. It's What I like about Kimmy Schmidt, right, is that I think in a world of commissioners and box ticking and things like that, Actors become not that important, um, and the and and you could replace people. Even Jesse in Breaking Bad, who is awesome, you could envisage someone else playing that part. They they could do it. In Kimmy Schmidt's a great example of where I think Tina Fey and her husband have got found a, some people who just if you were just selling these people alone. Uh, it would be worth commissioning a series. If you like, so entertaining. If you like Kimmy Schmidt, you should be watching Thirty Rock because that's where she started, mm, and she yes. well, not started, but as a as a writer of her own stuff. Thirty Rock's yeah. brilliant. You got to watch it, and of yeah. course, Mean Girls, which is a really good film. Yeah, but I've seen me. Oh, it's amazing, Mean Girls. But Kimmy Schmidt, uh, just brilliant. What a, what an antidote to the wire. Both of those things couldn't be more different from each other. But I think you need different shit. I, I yeah. watched the wire. I watched the wire three times now with different people, and I like watching it in conjunction with other shows like Kimmy Schmidt and then something like Prison Break because you know you need a mixture. Yeah, you need a smorgasbord 
of genres now, in your life. Please welcome to the Box Air Pod, a man who hasn't been on for like a, a month or two, um, Fife Dangerfield. She's always a woman to me. Good morning, Fife. Good afternoon, Fife. You sounded a little bit um, desperate with that, please. Please, a, please, 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 please welcome him. Where's your theme music, Fife? Ah, uh, sorry. Um... Fife Dangerfield? There, you go. there it is. It's chimes. Five Dangerfield. Um, five Dangerfield of the Guillemots and Five Dangerfield fame. Uh, excellent music. Now, Five, can mm. I begin by apologising to you? Yeah, sure. I, I love being apologised to. I'd like to apologise for not giving Five the respect, the uh, dignified welcomes, and uh, just generally respect that he deserves over the last six months or so. Because we were in the car and I had my iPod on on shuffle. And um, Get Over It came on, a great song by the Gillabots. And you turned it off. No, I did not. <laughs> and you know what? It reminded me. It reminded me as well. Artists aren't necessarily interesting people. They're not necessarily nice to sit down and have a coffee with. Um, so that said, <laughs> is this a compliment? they're also um, can be phenomenal uh, musicians. And Fife, you... You know, we did see it in the car. We, did, we both we, went. We well, went you know, he's, he's really he's good, really talented, isn't he? Because <laughs> he's like in 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 bullying you for the last six months. We have kind of forgotten that you are really good. And I say it to urge anybody who hasn't bought themselves, especially the first Guillemots album, which is just oh, it's got the best song ever, Sao Paulo, on it. I mean, um, if oh, anyone's guys, not bought guys, this stuff, and it's solo guys, stuff, like, it's it's brilliant. So this is very kind of you. Thank thank you. So, well, I, uh, this is your you make very good PR. Uh, yeah, and, thanks. You know, well, um, I, I you know I genuinely you know, mean it. It was nice because it reminded us that you know you're more than just a. Uh, a floppy hair ditherer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an excellent name for a uh, an album, actually. <laughs> and I wouldn't like you to think that, that this is surprise. This is like, oh, that guy's boring. It's more like, um, oh, that is uh, one of the, if not the best song that came round on the shuffle that day. And let me tell you, Jimmy Nail was in there with Ain't No Doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jimmy Nail. It's amazing, yeah. Shoes Oh, my and, word. Uh, Ain't No Doubt's an amazing song. There's actually a song by Jimmy Nail called, um, well, it's not by him. It's by Paddy McLoon, the guy from, I think, anyway, the guy uh, from, is it Prefab Sprout? I'm getting confused. Mm. But there's a song called uh, Love Will Find Someone For You, which oh, is nice. on, because I know, because as a teenager, which is a little bit of an insight to maybe why I wasn't the uh, coolest kid on the block, <laughs> I uh, I think I bought the Crocodile Shoes Jimmy Nail album. Oh, the, 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 everybody the did. Only a few people will know what we're talking about. No, everybody bought that. And maybe not the album. I certainly bought the single. Yeah, no, I bought the album. Uh, I really got the album. That song is actually a very good song. It is? It, it's, it's quite a nice... No, not that one. This oh, one called Love, oh. Love Will Top Find One For You. It's really good, except it has a terrible, like, fake trumpet solo in the middle of it. It's quite, <laughs> yeah, quite a nice yeah. production, and then it just does this... <laughs> Dreadful. We, bad, um, but, yeah. Well, anyway, I... I um, yeah, that, so well done on being that said, an excellent musician. You did Thank hate... You. The reason I think we've given you so much abuse over the, the I don't the box think set. you've given me that much abuse. Well, Maybe Howell I'm just, has. like, you know, immune to it. You just It's just that you hated... Well, you didn't hate, but you had trouble with Mad Men. So which is now finished. I never said I which, hated Mad Men. I know, I took that word back, but let me say this. The Mad Men has finished now, and I don't want to go on about Mad Men, because we always seem to, the, but yeah. I do want to mention the ending of Mad Men with the final episode... It's worth going on that journey, my friends. It's the best well, actually, ending ever. 
I've, I've actually been thinking about Mad Men on and off sort of over the last couple of months. Like, it, it, it's definitely, you know, I keep thinking now and then, oh, I'll have to get back into that. I, so I, what I, has know. the barren life of TV um, for you in the wilderness, what has that been, de- uh, what have you been watching the last couple of months? I've kind of, um, it, it's, it's been quite sporadic. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not the best guinea pig for you here. I mean, I, you need to find someone who just so, has no of... life and just stays in and watches, you know, a different series every day. Yeah, but what was right. the but, challenge um, that we set the you? The challenge, I think, I mean, I, you know, I think it was West Wing. West Wing. West yeah. Wing it was. We set you the so challenge. I, and oh. you've had I two months. anywhere, anywhere. Bloody and... hell. <laughs> you, to quote Five Days <laughs> Field, you are the worst guinea pig ever. <laughs> I think you have, have you, are you telling me you've not watched a single episode of <laughs> no, last week? No. But <sighs> I think I watched one by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't really... You've got to fancy something. I, I haven't really fancied a gritty political... Yeah. You know... <laughs> I, I mean, there will be a time for it, I'm sure. But, um... I No, I'm sort of... I haven't been watching loads of TV because I've been, you know, busy. It's not, um, it's not, music. it's not gritty at all. West Wing is not gritty. It's yeah, very yeah, 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 easily yeah. consumable, and you will, you will enjoy it very much. Have you watched any TV? Five? Can you no, name me yeah. anything? Go on. What have I you watched? Have, and I can, and I will. Go on. I, I am juggling two series at the moment. Right. Um, well, I say juggling them. I mean, I'm sort of. Maybe watching one of each. God, why use why use one sentence when twelve will do? <laughs> what the bloody hell have you been watching, Fife? No, but I want to keep talking, so it's a difficult one for you to edit. Um, <laughs> so the more the more of this kind of like you know going back on myself and putting across the other side of things, <laughs> the tougher job you have because the listener doesn't know how hard how Five. hard to edit all this down. What have you been watching? Actually, it was funny the other day. I was, um, <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Okay, I've been watching um, True Detective. True Detective! And Bloodlines. Okay! Oh, right. I watched Bloodlines. What did you think of Bloodlines? Well, I, I think I've only watched about four. I haven't finished either of them. And right. I, I think I've only watched about four episodes. I like them both. I, Bl- think, I think True Detective is amazing. It's brilliant, yeah. It's stunning. I mean, mechanically... Well, I mean, they're both fantastic. Like, I was saying to someone... McConaughey is amazing, and they were going at uh, I think Woody Harrelson's like the star for me. And I mean, but, I mean, they're both amazing. I think it's just that the Woody Harrelson character is a bit straighter. So yeah, let me just step uh, off I mean, True every, Detective really a second. Just back onto Bloodline. I want to just uh, oh, back onto Bloodline. I, Bloodline I, it gets better. I, you know, the first four episodes are quite. I found them quite slow. The yeah, last, I mean, it, it, it's definitely of the two. When we kind of are like, oh, what should we watch? I mean, it, it, we're more True Detective is more sort of uh, gripping but yeah. Bloodlines is good and, oh, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued to know what it happens it gets really good I mean the, the last half of the series gets really really good but right. having said that back to True Detective I mean what I, I don't know if you've got to the episode yet where they raid a drug uh, a drug oh, place oh the one yes well do you, yes I have the one where he's one shot undercover and yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. my god, what a scene! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was just no, amazing. It's really, I just find him. Um, I know I keep talking about Matthew McConaughey, but it's just, I just love it when someone, when you get just such a totally watchable character. I suppose mm. it's the same with the Kevin Spacey, you know, in House of Cards, but mm. like just that kind of. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's there's a lot of acting you see, which is you know it's all fine, but it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. And but someone like that, like it doesn't really matter whether or not it's 
a larger-than-life character or not. It's just so... He does it so convincingly. and uh, You know, I mentioned before about your music, and um, I read an article many, many years ago by A.A. A. Gill about um, the South Bank show, and he was saying the one oh, criticism yeah. he's got of the South Bank show is that it presumes that the artist is as interesting as the art, and very right. rarely is, like I was saying about your music. Um, Matthew McConaughey is a great example of that, in that he is such a committed actor. He's yeah. so committed to what he does. Um, yeah. And then I found out that in The Wolf of Wall Street, that, that thing that he does on his chest, this weird yes. thing, he just made that up and he does that to himself. And yes. I just think if you Apparently actually spend... Leonardo DiCaprio uh, saw him Spotted it and that. said, like, do it. Like, and he was like, what's that? I'm yeah. Gonna do that. We all watched yeah. the same Graham Norton episode then. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But, but he... he um, <laughs> It, uh, I imagine that 10 minutes in Matthew McConaughey's company might be really weird slash boring well, slash well, fundamental. I've got a bit obsessed with him since. I started watching... I had one night where I was just watching loads of interviews with him on YouTube. Like He's a, <laughs> he's a very interesting character. Because I, I didn't know loads about him before, so I, I didn't really... I, I haven't seen most of the kind of rom-coms that yeah. he, he's done. Yeah. But it was really interesting, actually. There's one there's an interview where he was making the point because, obviously, the the, the the thing, the the sort of accepted line on him is he did loads of these kind of rom coms and then he became cool. Was, yeah, but you know he was kind of saying that actually um, it it's a lot harder to, than you think to do those films, and it, he sort of talked about it like you know you have to it takes like loads of work to make it look that buoyant. And, yeah, and uh, which I thought was a really interesting point because. You know, actually, to to do those kind of films, you know, they're not, they might not be sort of... I was going to say that. Art, it's pretty easy to make How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days to <laughs> me. But, but I, I take your point because uh, I was going to say that about your friend saying Woody Harrelson's character is better than his. I was like, well, it is actually very easy to do very little, I think. You know, you've got to have a skill at it, but um, to, it, it's, it's, it's harder. And we've already always said it about mainstream entertainment, and you know this from music in many ways. Ways, it's a lot easier to make an ethereal piece of self-indulgent yeah, or something strange or, than a pop or something. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, definitely. Mm. But um, no, I think True Detective is just really, it's just very, very well done, you know. It, it, it's, uh, okay, so we've got a horse race on in Five's Life now, which is um, True Detective versus Bloodlines. And this is a great, this is good. So we can track this progress now. We've got something to hang our hat on, Five. This is good. So which one have you got furthest through so far? Probably about level in each. I've probably done slightly more True Detective. You're choosing but, uh, really two very moody, atmospheric shows, though. Mm. Mm. Well, I'm a very moody, atmospheric person, so uh, yeah, yeah. I realise that I'm never particularly insightful in my critiques of programmes when I talk to you. I'm just sort of like, yeah, it's good. I really like it. No, but I think you, <laughs> your point of view <laughs> no, no. that McConaughey is is certainly he's mesmerising, and he has. Well, he's just so yeah. He, he's just so like. I could just watch a character like that for hours, you know. Like, I, I, it's just because you, you don't really get to do that in life. In the same well, way. you can't just stare at someone, you know. And, and well, you know, we, we, that's the sad thing about True Detective is that it is literally the new series of True Detective is going to move on to different characters, different cops, a different setting, and a different. Oh, are, are, they, are they both out of it now? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Right. They did one show, right. and the new one right. is Vince right. Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, Colin Farrell, Taylor Kitsch, and um, a few other people. But right. It, yeah. I, I was left cold by True Detective, I'm going to be honest. I was, because I think there's a fundamental problem with with whodunits. 
Um, oh, but I think that's. I, I have to say this. It scared the hell well, out of me. Don't give anything away. Nothing given right. away. But not I thought, me. I thought I, it was I, a done it. I think it's me. the one thing that the 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 journey is better than the result. You know, the ending right. is, isn't very good. I, I, don't, I, I totally disagree. That yeah. ending scared the bejesus out of me. It's exactly what I, uh, it didn't me because oh. it's like I don't know. Alfred Hitchcock says he would never. He only made one Who Done It. He said he'd never make another because but I don't. I don't especially. I mean. Because the answer's never as good as the question. Is what yeah, but I, I don't really think of it as a whodunit. I mean, like, mm. I, I am interested to know the answer to the question, but mm. I don't think that's what's bringing me back to it. I'm not yeah. coming back to it to go, like, what's going to happen? It's that thing of just, I, I don't know, when, when characters are interesting enough, I just sort of love, you know, it, it could go on indefinitely and I'd still enjoy You know what I think it is it. as well, why I did enjoy watching it, although I had problems with the end. The, the, I enjoyed watching it because I'd just been to New Orleans when I watched it, so I'd been to that right. bit of the world yes. and, and driven through the south. It's really fascinating place, um, isn't it? Yeah. And, and um, I think the... Whilst it's not exactly a love letter to the South, because it kind of it <laughs> yeah. paints most people as serial killers, um, the actual like um, the photography, the cinematography mm, of driving around that world, it really gives you that sort of the the allure of the open road. Uh, the yeah. American well, yes, and, and that's same with the with Bloodline in a way. Like it's set in the Florida Keys, and it's like a really beautiful, picturesque place. And you really like, uh, yeah. You, you, Interesting. They've the clearly gone southern states. Haven't had much attention, and uh, you know maybe maybe box sets are heading down that way. So five. If you if one person could watch just one of those things, which one would it be? I'm guessing True Detective. <laughs> I think I'd say True Detective. I think that's that's winning for me. What moment. about you, but Jamie? If you could, if you could keep just one of those two, you know, it probably would be True Detective still. Ooh. But Bloodline is like it's it's inches, it's millimeters of difference mm. between the two of them because they are both really good, and uh, Bloodline gets better and better. But uh, I do think True Detective was just like it was. So... I think just the script in True Detective, I, I think, is really is really great. Like I remember, that's what I when we first started watching them both like bloodlines was great but it wasn't that thing where yeah. like there were some lines that sort of seemed a bit like you know corny or totally. i haven't really Agreed. noticed that in true detective like i don't i haven't really noticed any bits where the script becomes a bit sort of pedestrian yeah can yeah. we uh, can we mention what's going on in your private life at the moment well, you seem very keen to mention this. I really want to mention it. It's fantastic God. news. Five Dangerfield is going to make a little Five Dangerfield. Him, well, and, yeah. him and his uh, partner are going to have a baby Yay. five. Well, okay. you, all, all, all things call, going well. Let's all not, things well. Are you going to call him Five Dangerfield the second? Or I, have, I have no idea what we're going to call. Well, the reason I mention it is that I think that your... Congratulations, by the way, on behalf of I everyone think, listening. Yeah. Um, I think that your viewing habits are going to change very quickly. Adam came on uh, a couple of weeks ago to talk about Louis Louis, and Adam is a guy who had a, a child in the last year, and he therefore has perhaps spent less time on the long form on that kind of stuff you're watching now, and has moved more to stuff that is a bit more popcorn. And um, I would like to recommend that I'm not going to mention the one I mention every week, so I won't mention that. Um, but I, I do think that West Wing is still a great option for you in terms of something disposable, not too hefty. Yeah, sitting down with the baby, you know, yes. enjoying, enjoying. How do you mean? Are you mean sort of when when baby's asleep? I think when your life baby. becomes. I hate the way I just did that. I hate when baby's asleep, baby. I know. It's well, not the baby. It really, I, I started doing it. I own, it, sounds, it makes it makes me squirm. I own rabbits. And what, I, is, is baby sleeping? Yeah. I'm, oh, baby's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have rabbits and I foster rabbit. Uh, a foster <laughs> rabbit as well. We have a, we spend a lot of time looking after rabbits and. Right. Um, 
and uh, on all of the forums, they they call they, everyone calls them buns or bunnies. Bun when bun is asleep. Oh, when it, oh and yeah. it makes you want to vomit. These things are like ruthless creatures. If you like. <laughs> um, anyway, um, well, I mean they're, they're not the most ruthless. I oh, mean, you, if you still look at the animal kingdom. I don't think the rabbit would be. There. I am telling yeah. you, man. Oh, not not against predators, but against each other. They can be vicious oh, yeah. as hell. Um, uh, plus, when they bite through your Apple TV HDMI, you, you think they're pretty ruthless. So, five. The Can reason, we talk briefly about? Um, hang on. The reason I mentioned it was that I think that your life will become immeasurably tired, and therefore, <laughs> stuff that you watch, you will want to be the easiest watch possible while still being good. And Maybe. I think West Wing is that. Well, do you think it's the easiest watch possible? Oh, as yeah. As opposed to oh. Friends or something? Or? Well, maybe not, but but for you, um, for a man something with... Something we have got in, because um, my, my lady um, is uh, a massive fan of uh, this programme, and someone bought her for her birthday, is the entire... Frasier. Uh, oh, which, wow. I mean, I, I've watched, oh. you know, I've yeah. watched loads of them on yeah. and off. Um, if we could get a so guest on here for Frasier, I mean, if I could interview oh. Niles Crane, I could die happy. Oh. You know, I was on, sorry, this is now going to sound very name-dropping, but oh. it is relevant. Um, oh. uh, well, no, because when I was on, um, I, I was on the Graham Norton show when I did the Billy Joel song, yeah. um, not being interviewed, obviously, it was just singing. Um, yeah. And it was Joanna Lumley and two Australian dudes I'd never heard of. And this actor, American actor dude I'd never heard of. No. Um, and yeah, it was Niles. It was I'd never Niles. Watched Frasier at that point. So I, was, oh. I had no idea who he was. It was David Hyde Pierce. That's the one, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I just didn't mean nothing to I me. And, and yeah, like. Uh, oh my God, you were on the Graham Norton show with David Hyde Pierce. Yeah, but I, did, I, I, I wish I'd known who he was. I mean, I don't know what I would have said. I mean, Frasier. Frasier's one of the very few shows that it just it gets better when you watch it again. Like, you love it, it does, even doesn't more. It? Yeah. I yeah. don't know if I've mentioned before, but I studied theatre at. Oh, jeez, um, Louise. And uh, farce. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly French farce is something that I became really uh, a, a massive fan of, and and uh, that's what it is. It's a French farce, Fraser, but with a really intellectual modern thing. Five. Um, I think that our key to getting nails on this podcast is you. Yes, mention that you performed so, mate, do you on remember, the do you remember, mate? No, I, I met you on the sofa for a minute. No, you take this seriously. You it? are taking this seriously. All right. You're going to email his agent and you're going to say, I well, was, I I was on the ground. We'll, we'll find it. How do you it. think these things work? We, you, you, after you, a game, Norton show, everyone's giving everyone's contact details. No, no, you no. talk to Billy Joel. Billy right. Joel talks to... <laughs> you well, yeah, email. I mean, Billy Joel probably could get in touch with anyone, but right, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. exploit him. No, um, right. You email. We'll get you the email address. You email and you say hi. I was on um, the Graham Norton show once with um, with Niles. Um, I do a podcast now, and we'd really like to interview him. I do a podcast. Chance? Yes, you do. Well, it, well, I suppose I do. I suppose I uh, feature. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, guys. Oh. I'm sorry. What kind of commitment does I this mean, guy have? Seriously, you doesn't even watch, watch the bloody stuff that we tell him. West Wing, what? and you won't even get David Hyde Pierce to come down oh, the no, phone. I have, I have, got, I have actually got, um, I have got someone you could talk to, but I'll tell you. Let's talk more. Okay. All right. Well, listen. That's enough from Five Five. Um, Well done for being on the Graham Norton show. Well done for watching two new box sets. And please have a go at West Wing before that baby comes along. All right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're going to be getting any West Wing. Right. Right. Thanks, Five.
All right, guys. So join us next week or join Jamie next week when hopefully you're going to get a podcast from um, with the creator of Entourage. The it's, director. It's going to be Brit Creator as well. Yeah. Uh, amazing. And uh, then we will be back a couple of weeks after that because we're away on those holidays. Um, if you're in Vegas, San Diego, Honolulu or Maui, I might see you. Uh, that is annoying, isn't it? Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.